Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, welcome everyone to the Journey to Success Radio Network. Our purpose on JTS Radio is to interview people who are making a positive difference in the world with transformational businesses, thoughts, ideas, and actions that encourage and inspire. My name is Taylor Tagg. I'm a forgiveness educator and inner success coach, certified by the Midwest Institute for Forgiveness Training, and a certified Napoleon Hill Foundation leadership instructor. To find out more about my work, and how to let go of resentment, pain, and suffering in a few easy steps, please visit me at TheEvolvingHeart.com and inquire about a coaching session. Now on to today's success story. My guest today is Craig DeSorcy. Craig is a successful personal and professional strategic results coach. He's been through some significant adversity in his life and has shared that with us on JTS Radio with the great story of forgiveness in the past. But he's here today to tell us about his new book, called Starve Your Fear, which is set to release on Amazon Kindle on Monday, June the 6th. So, Craig, welcome to Journey to Success Radio today. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you, Taylor, for having me. And this is our second time, right? So, This is our second time, yes. So it's great to have you back on the program. Thank you so much. You've got a a new book coming out uh, on Kindle on Monday, June June the 6th. Right. Called Starve Your Fear. So... We'll get to the book in a minute, but just to mm-hmm. tell everybody a little bit and refresh your memories about what you do, you're mm-hmm. a successful coach. Uh, you, you coach people and get great results. You're mm-hmm. a world-renowned coach. So tell us a little bit about how you help people out. Sure. Well, this is funny. Once you hit record, all of a sudden I feel like I have to be serious. <laughs> Anyways, I, I'm really grateful to be here. Um, I've, I've, I showed up in life. Uh, very poor and uh, disadvantaged, labeled mentally retarded, basically, and put in special education. And um, not to go through the whole life story, you can, you know, the first page of the book talks about my hardships. I just know hard times, right? So as a young kid, I was introduced to Dr. Wayne Dyer. I listened to the tape, got really excited, really motivated. And I was like, oh my God, you know what? I actually don't have to be a loser. I don't actually have to be on welfare. I don't actually have to be illiterate. I can change my life. So I got excited and I made a decision that day. I'm going to get my life together and I'm going to become a Dr. Wayne Dyer. Not like become him, but kind of do work what he does. He helps people. He creates books and he does speeches. He supports people. So I wanted to do that with my life. I was so inspired, right? It took a few decades to get there, but I got there. And uh, today I work with people that are stuck in life. I I also work with children, like the parents will bring their kids to me with learning uh, disabilities. And I coach the kids. Maybe the, the the parents think the child has ADHD, which I was labeled with that in school. And uh, I just coach the child and help them uh, strengthen their focus muscle. 
That's all it is. Basically, their focus muscle isn't very developed. It's not developed. It's underdeveloped, and they just need some help in that area. I don't make it a big sickness or disease or anything like that. And, um, you know, I, I've been in business for myself for 20 years now, and uh, I love helping people. So I wrote the book as a way to put something else out there to help people. So starve your fear. What I noticed that with, with myself and with everyone that I work with, Everyone has fear, no matter who they are, no matter what their story that they're telling me, why they're not successful. Once we, once we get into digging the layers, peeling the way, layers away of their story or their situation, there's always this fear that's driving their ship, right? And <clears throat> I wanted to write, so I, I noticed that I'm telling the clients, I'm dealing with fear. I'm helping them get breakthrough fear. I don't care what your fear is. One conversation with me, breakthrough. Guaranteed, it's done. I've been doing this so long, it's not even an issue anymore. But the problem is, I can't help everyone. And also, um, around the fear topic, there's a framework. There's some uh, science behind it. And I found myself saying that stuff with clients over and over again. I don't need to say that. I just need to take them through the process of getting rid of the fear. So what I thought was, hey, let me write a book to help people that may not be able to work with me. And let me write a book to give to my clients. And let me write a book to create more value for the world. I definitely didn't write the book to make money because anybody in the book business knows there's really not a lot of money in the book business, you know? So it's definitely out of, um, it came from wanting to serve and want to help other people. So that's a little bit about the book. And I said, starve your fear because, you know, people that are fearful, what do they want to, they don't want to hug and kiss and comfort their fear. They want to do something like starve it, right? So it's kind of a play on words. But once you get into the book, there's, we're not talking about starving or um, um, overpowering and, and choking and strangling your fear. We're not even going there. It's just, that's just the title. But once we get into it, it's, uh, it's a lot more... Um, well, why don't I just say? Why don't I just say what it is? There's a part of us that's fearful. This is natural. This is normal, and society's taught us that it's not. And we're taught to drug it, hide it, shame it, run from it. Right. Right. I think when people think of fear, you know, they think it's something I got to get rid of. Exactly. I, I've got to exactly. eliminate from my life. And yeah, that's tough. To, that's tough to do. Yeah, so that's why that's why I went with the title as "Starve Your Fear," so people could relate. But then once they get in, once they open the book, they realize, oh, and then I teach them what fear really is. It's built into our DNA. It's built into our chemistry. It's built into our um, human nature. And God wouldn't put something in us to hurt us. It's being used against us. And it's being used against us so much that we actually start using against ourselves. So we're trained to do that. And that's a problem because if you're not your own best friend, if you're not your own best friend, then we have, we're going to have some problems. Right. Well, and I think, I think too, that, that, you know, fear's got, uh, like you said, a lot, a lot of different aspects to it. There's, you know, there's a fear of, you know, uh, running for your life. Like a saber tooth tiger is about to jump out and eat you. Yeah. There's a fear of, you know, moving forward in your life of doing something different than you're normally doing. 
Mm. different types and levels of fears. And, and I know you talk about that a little bit in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's fear of not being enough, right? There's a bunch of different layers of fear, right? But, but at the core root, this is what everyone needs to understand at the core, the root at the deepest level of your being, the fear is primitive and outdated and gets triggered all the time and that fear thinks it's going to die if people don't like us. It thinks that, like if you're walking down a dark alley, that fear gets triggered. And that fear thinks that a saber-toothed tiger is going to come running around the corner any minute and eat it, right? So, and then what happens is we're so intelligent, we're so evolved, um, another part of our brain creates this elaborate story about how we're not afraid. and. Yeah. And, and right, or I'm a man or whatever culture told them how to deal with fear or I need to take some Prozac to calm down or whatever it is, um, that, that fear, that fear we all have. And it's not a bad thing. It's just a warning signal. It, it's like, there's a, there's, I have very specific ways of dealing with that. And I share that in the book, but Number one, if, if nobody, if someone listens to this and they don't pick up my book, just, just do this one thing. When your fear gets triggered, okay, and you're not in a dangerous situation to where you got a gun put to your head, it's just like you're in a job interview or you're, look, you're, you're trying to um, talk to the opposite sex and you're getting nervous and you're getting fearful, just... Feel where that feeling is in your body. Number one, where are you feeling that in your body? And it's going to be in your chest always. Let it be there and say this. Thank you for sharing. That's it. Thank you for sharing. If anybody listening just does one thing, that's the thing you do. What does this do? This says to the part of yourself that's afraid, it's okay to be afraid. And thank you. You can stay, but we're not going to actually take any action on that feeling. <laughs> we're not going to run away, right? We're not going to we're not going to um, recoil, right? It's okay for you to be there. It's and here's the metaphor I give. You have a child, a small child that's whining and crying because it's afraid of the dentist, and the dentist. The child's not going to die. It may be a little discomfort, but this child's acting like he's going to die because he's so afraid, right? Now, you have two approaches with this child. You, you can say, look, I'm paying a lot of money for you to go to a dentist. You're going to sit in that dentist chair. I don't care what you're experiencing. It's irrelevant. I'm your father. Sit down. Take this like a man. You shame the kid, whatever. Or you can placate. Oh, it's okay, honey. Don't worry. It's just a dentist. Sit down, right? These, that's one approach. The other approach is, I know that you're afraid. It's okay. I went through that myself. I'm with you. We'll do this together. As you're sitting the child down, I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere, and it's okay to be afraid. I know you're afraid. It's okay. I'm afraid too sometimes. Really, Daddy? Absolutely. As, you, as you're talking, you're sitting this kid in the chair. <laughs> right? right? Yep. 
That's what you're doing with yourself. Now, what 99% of the people in the world are doing with themselves is shaming. You're not afraid. Big boys don't cry. Screw that person. You don't have to go. You don't have to ask for a date anyway. She's probably stuck up anyways. This is the story being generated by the part of our brains that's in denial that we're afraid. Right? The, 99% of us too. We've been taught, we've been taught how to do this, you know, yep. our parents. Yep. And, and, and that's why it feels so, that's why it feels so intuitive. Right. That's why it feels so intuitive. So we have to unlearn, we have to untrain ourselves or we're going to keep getting what we've been getting based on le- living a secretive life of fear-based life. We secretly live fear-based life and we get upset when someone else is doing better. We get upset when, why is that person's no better than me? Why can he go for his dreams and I can't? Cause, and we, we live this secret life of we're not afraid, but we're all petrified. Everybody's afraid. I was afraid writing this book. I wrote it. I wrote about it in the book. I wrote about it. I'm writing the book and I'm like, I'm afraid right now. What are people going to think? <laughs> um, all this stuff, but but this is just a part of my DNA. So it's okay to feel that way. It, it's once you once you allow that part of you to be there. It, it look back to the child and the dentist. Okay, what if you told the child, okay, forget it, let's go home, and you let the cavity rot the teeth out of your children's mouth? That's what we're doing. Right? And what, what about if you told the child, it's okay, forget about this dentist. He's probably no good anyways. And by the way, my five-year-old son, here's the car keys. Why don't you drive us home? That's what people are doing. They're letting their fear drive the ship of their life, right? And they're placating and they're pretending it's not there. I know because I did it, and I know because I talk with hundreds of people that, is, that are doing it. And it's sad, but it is what it is. Look, <clears throat> we've been tricked into, we've been tricked. Can you hear me? We've been tricked. Yes. In, yeah. We've been taught that fear is a bad thing, and the pharmaceutical industry is built on that. Now, I, I'm no conspiracy theorist, you know. Look, we are where we are based on human evolution. It is what it is. We're going to keep growing. We're going to keep evolving. I'm just saying that whenever there's money involved, come on, come on. You watch a commercial and they go, do you find it hard to get up in the morning? Do you dread going to work? You could have PHPSDZY syndrome, (laughs) right? And and what does that do? Oh, it's not my fault because we love to be let off the hook in life. It's not my fault. Oh, I got PHPHDBY. I don't have to go after my dreams. I don't have to do anything because now I have this, this thing. And this is what the game that's being played on us. So after a while of doing that, we become our own jailer, which I wrote about being, becoming your own the jailer. The jailed become the jailers. So we're jailed in this way of... Um, thinking and we're being bombarded by these messages and after a while we start doing that to ourselves because we don't have any other alternative so what I'm saying about stop your fear is look 
this is fair. This is what it really is. It's actually here to serve us. But it just doesn't know that there's no dinosaurs don't exist anymore. And it doesn't know that we live in a very safe, for the most part, most of us do, we live in a very safe, prosperous world to where we can make our dreams come true. We can build businesses. We can serve. We can help. We can do all kinds of great things. And, but you have to get control of this, this, this driver, this fear thing, because it's driving you. It's like, why do people stand up public speak? They start shivering, shaking, getting cotton in the mouth, right? Why? why? It's fear. Right. It, what kind of fear? Well, there's all kinds of fear. And I talk about that, the fears in, in the book, right? Fear of the unknown, fear of what people are going to think about me, fear about not being enough. And that's why people keep training and training and buying more training and buying more training. All they had to do was maybe buy the first training product and go out there and apply it 10,000 hours and did master it. But the fear of applying it is so great they medicate themselves with more products and then they get on the buying product hamster wheel. Right. I just need one more product, you know, let's go back. Let's go back to the, the fear itself. You know, we, you know, we, we uh, have been taught not to feel our feelings, especially a fear. When it comes up, we just push it off to the side. We numb ourselves. We do everything, yeah. but allow it what? to, what you it, resist persists. Right. It gets it grows grows stronger. It gets what you gets resist better. persists. Exactly. Keep resisting it and it's gonna keep persisting. And so you gave us the, the, the great little tip to just say in the moment as you're feeling as the fear's coming up, just thank you for sharing. Thank you for yeah. sharing. Just allow it to be there. Yeah. What, what happens when you do that? What well what happened what what's gonna happen is this you're going to allow this fear to do its thing and it's going to it may the feeling in your chest may get well based on my experience it's not going to intensify if you if you really sincerely breathe into it and let it be there and sincerely say thank you for sharing or just thank you and acknowledge it it will immediately settle as long as somebody doesn't have a gun to your head. We're talking about fears of, um, look, if you want to really get, uh, let's just back up for a second. When, if you're making life all about you and all about how you're being perceived and you have all these attachments to how you want the world to, to, to treat you and act towards you, and when things don't go your way, you're going to be, you, that's, that, that'll trigger fear. But if you, if you show up in the world and you're, you're letting the world do its thing and, it, and life is what it is, and when you get fearful, you let that feeling be there, it will process itself. That, that screaming little child just needs to know that he's not going to die. Hey, right now, I talk to my fear. I know you're afraid. It's okay. And as we move forward, I got this. And this is for us. This is a good thing, right? But for, for beginners of this stuff, just say thank you. And what's going to happen is that feeling is going to settle. And when it's, look, when you acknowledge that you're afraid and when you allow that feeling to be there and you don't shame it, Taylor, you don't shame that feeling, you let it be there and make it perfectly okay to be afraid, there's an integration, 
that feeling settles and it integrates with you. And you're no longer divided. You know, you want to talk to people with split personalities. One personality is this highly afraid, scary cat person. The other personality is this ego person. And when you have a conversation with that person, the only reason they split off into personality, that they have a split personality is because they shamed a part of themselves so hard and so long for feeling fear or feeling ashamed or feeling shy. They shame that part for so long. There's been a split. And now it's like talking to two people. You don't want split personality. You want to be congruent in life. So, and you want to have the, your fear stay with you and be integrated with you. So as soon as you say thing, or if you want to, if somebody wants to try this right now, just think about a fearful moment in your life or in the future and just think, Oh, what would be really scary for you to try right now? Off the top of your head, what would you say? Um, skydiving. Okay, as you imagine yourself right about to be pushed out of the plane, does that feel fearful? Yes. Great. And where's the feeling in your body? It's in my chest. Fantastic. Thank you for being there. We're safe. I have a parachute. We're going to survive. I know you're built into my DNA to make sure our DNA gets moved forward to the next generation. I know that you're here to make sure we survive and thank you for that, but we're not dying today. So I got this. I love you. You can stay, but you're not driving the car. Yes. Awesome. And I, you know, I, I commend you, Craig, because you had, you are really taking on a subject that probably every human living on this planet struggles with in some way. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a thing we all kind of, Either whether we're aware of it or not, we all struggle with the fear part. And just to let everybody know, Starve Your Fear will be released on Amazon Kindle Monday, June 6th. It'll be on sale for 99 cents for the Amazon uh, version of that. I encourage everybody to go and purchase a copy. It, it, it'll, it, I've read the book, and uh, I was uh, more than pleasantly surprised. I was, I was ready to, to deal with my fear after reading that book. So encourage everybody to go check out that copy that's that's coming out. Tell us, uh, the listeners, you know, what else can we expect when when we open this book, Craig? I know we're going to talk about fear and how to deal with it, but you know, what can we expect from it when we when we read through it? Well, you're gonna you, what you're gonna first of all, we're gonna take away all the misunderstandings about fear, and we're gonna lay a very scientific foundation not by me, but by a Harvard professor that teaches about brain science and biology and explains what part of the brain that gets triggered. How's this work? What is it? Nobody, they don't teach us this in school, right? And once you have an understanding and you realize there's nothing wrong with you and it's perfectly fine to feel this way, I teach strategies on how to deal with your, when this, when you get triggered, right? I teach you strategies. I teach you what to do with it. Like basically what we were talking about, I explain it in great detail. Like it's a book, right? So you can get in great detail. And then I give you activities to do to where you actually go out and trigger your fear. Cause here's the thing. How do you get good at something? How do you get good at something? You get good at something by not by reading a book, but by actually doing something in the physical world, right? right? So 
and, and, and having an emotional experience, right? But the problem is I can't say walk down a street in South Harlem in New York and make sure you find somebody that'll stick a gun to your head. That's crazy. I, I want you to trigger fear in a safe environment. So I give you some activities because I want you to experience that feeling because it's, it's the feeling fear is fear. The story we attach to it makes, the, makes up the different layers of fear, okay? But fear is one thing, okay? That feeling, that trigger, that sweaty palm, heart beating, brow sweating, that's fear. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then there really is, there's only one way to change it, and that's in the moment, right? Exactly. Exactly. You can't read a cute I you, you got to go and do some work you got to so for example if somebody wants to go and trigger their fear and deal with it go next time you're at Starbucks we all love Starbucks right go to Starbucks order your coffee or your latte whatever and as you pay for it look the lady straight in the eye with a big smile on your face and say and I'll take a free muffin with that thank you that is going to scramble that lady's brain, first of all. But what is this doing? This is going to trigger the fear of rejection because she's going to say no. And the fear of being rejected, the fear of asking for something and getting a no. We hate the word no. We heard it so much as children. And it's the biggest reason why we don't try stuff in life. We're afraid to hear no, right? But tell you what's going to happen. That lady's going to laugh because I do this all the time. She's going to laugh and she's going to say, no, we can't do that. Or she's going to say, oh, I'm sorry, but I can give you this. I've got other free stuff. Now, when that feeling gets triggered, the fear, all you have to do is keep that smile going and just shake your head and learn how to be present and allow that fear to be there. Don't run out of the store. Don't run out of the store quickly to send me an email and tell me how crazy I am about, you know, asking you to do this. I'm telling you this, this one activity. Now I give you tons of activities, right? This one activity will trigger the fear. And why do you want to trigger the fear? So you know where it is in your body. Where is the feeling? So you know what that resistance feels like in a controlled environment. So you don't wait until you get in front of a crowd of a thousand people to speak. You start triggering. It's the same thing. It's fair. You start triggering it on a small scale and learn how to manage it on a small scale, which I teach in the book. And you do this. You build up this muscle. And when it gets triggered, you laugh. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Craig? <laughs> My fear just got triggered. This is so funny. Hold on a second. Hey, thanks for sharing. Okay, what were you saying? <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, that's great. If we all could do that, I think we'd, this would be a much better world to deal with. And well, everyone's, yeah, what do you think? Everyone's afraid. Every, everyone's running around and scared. We can't, we can't meet and greet anymore without the other person thinking, what's he want from me? I don't want nothing from you. I want to connect with you as a human being. I want to vibe with you. I want to find out how your day was you're another human just like me i'm human too we can't even do that anymore everyone's living in scarcity and it's not enough and i gotta hold on and everyone's afraid but they're walking around with this plastic smile on their face as if everything's fine and if you it's just it's just ridiculous hey i can i'm afraid 
I'm afraid when I ask free stuff. I'm afraid when I do my exercise, my activities. But I'm a guy that was so petrified, and I tell my story in the book because of the abuse that if you were to talk to me, I was so petrified and scared that I couldn't look you in the eye. I'd have to look down the whole time. And I would like make sure that I had something to do to use as a diversion so you knew, oh, he's not looking at me because he's busy, but he's talking with me. No, that's not what I I was petrified of, of other human beings. So I know fear at the deepest level and it's all the same. But, you know, if somebody says, well, I don't have fear, I'm just not motivated, bullshit. People are afraid, and you've just made up this story to blanket it so you don't have to feel. You don't want to feel it because it's discomfortable. It's uncomfortable. But what I'm telling you is that feeling is your friend. It's here to serve you. Don't stop doing that. Stop shaming it. Stop making up stories about it and let it be there. Let it feel. It just wants to know that it can express itself and it just wants to know that it can be safe without you pushing it away or beating it down or hiding it. Stop playing these games and just let it be there. And as you move forward and you do this, there's going to be an integration. You're going to become more of a present, articulate person that just shows up and goes after what he or she wants and just says, you know, the fair thing, it's all a part of it. And it's okay. I, I'm at peace with that. So talk, talk a little bit more about that, Craig. Uh, you know, obviously if you say, can say thanks for sharing, allow the fear to be there, allow it to run its course. Maybe it dissipates. What happens, what happens inside you? What changes begin to happen as you allow this to happen more? Oh man you're going to have a lot more inner peace because it's not going to, you're not, because you're not, you're not shaming a part of yourself anymore. Look, when you don't acknowledge that you're afraid and you just push it away, it goes away in a corner and it causes havoc. And you may find yourself in a conversation all of a sudden explode. And you're like, wow, where did that come from? Well, that's all this pent-up frustration and anger coming out because it's not being dealt with. All you had to do is deal with it initially when it came up. Sometimes you're not going to know what to do. I'm afraid right now. Well, what else is there? Well, I'm afraid that I'm not sure. I don't. Well, you don't know what you're going to do. and Make that okay, too. I'm, I'm afraid. I don't know what I'm, how this thing's going to work out, and that's okay. Learn how to be okay with that. It's okay not to know. School and our parents and the jobs and culture and society, you got to know all the answers. you got to be a know-it-all. No, I don't know. I'm afraid. I don't know how things are going to turn out. When you can be okay with that, you will grow leaps and bounds as a human being. If you're into evolution and growth, you'll grow a lot because you're holding a space of non-judgment and you're holding a space for yourself of being okay when things aren't okay. That's amazing. That, you know, if you can do that, then, you know, most people won't use drugs anymore. I mean, I don't know. What's wrong? I don't know. I'm I'm fearful. What are you going to do? I don't know. And I don't have to do anything. I'm a human being. I'm not a human doing. These are the conversations I have with myself. (laughs) (laughs) Great conversations to have. I mean, they're, they're, it's 
it's getting down to the truth. You know, the truth of, of how it is to live truly. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all living lie. We li- we're like somebody sh- fed us this script and we're running this script in our life. And this script's not serving us. It's serving the, the, the capitalist society. And don't get me wrong. I like money. Money provides for my family. I'm not against being a capitalist or earning money or building businesses. I'm just using that as an example to make a point, right? We, we, we're given these scripts and we're running these scripts, but they're not the truth. The truth is none of us are perfect. We have to fail to get the feedback we need in life to course correct most of us are showing up not knowing the best way to do things and all of us are afraid and all of us in the undercurrent of our subconscious mind, there's a river of fear and nobody wants to talk about it. It's the pink elephant in the room and it's at the root of a lot of the problems that we're having in our lives. Why do people lie? They're afraid. They lie because they're afraid. If they tell the truth, they're going to be judged. If they tell the truth, they're going to look incompetent. If they tell the truth, they could lose their job. So they lie. So that's denying that you're afraid. Now, if, now if, you're, if you're afraid, you can at least acknowledge that with yourself. Wow, I'm a, I'm a little fearful right now. And that's okay. It sounds rather simple, but it is difficult to, to, to put it in action, isn't it? Well, yeah, because most people are looking for a magic button. Like people have been conditioned and that's why pills sell so well, right? Take a pill, all that stuff goes away. No, actually it doesn't go away. You're just numbing it and it's going to come back and bite you real hard later. But, you know, another thing, you know, as human beings, we want, we're always looking to conserve energy. And this is a primary, a primitive uh, survival strategy because at any moment, we're going to have to jump up and sprint as fast as we can because we may be eaten by a dinosaur. So our brain is, is, uh, is built to always conserve energy and look for the fastest, most efficient way. This is brilliant. We're all geniuses. Downside to this is we get a book and we, or we hire somebody, a coach, or we take a seminar and we want the magic pill. Tell me the secret. <laughs> That's, there is no secret. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you got to do the work. You got to do the work. Like, you got to do the work. If you're not willing to put in the work, if you're not, there's there's some work involved in anything worthwhile attaining in life. Right? So, okay. When you ever find yourself asking what's the secret or what's the one button I can push to get this fear out of my life for good, just laugh and say, <laughs> hey, I remember Craig talking about that. That's funny. Um, easy's not my friend. Say that. Easy is not my friend. And because we search for easy, well, it's easy to get drugs. It's easy to eat two Burger Kings before you, because you can't wait to eat dinner. And by the time you get home, you're like, ah, screw it. I'll just eat dinner too. It's the things that are easy in life don't necessarily serve us at the highest level. So I, I, I like to tell my daughter, easy's not your friend. Because if you're looking for the fast, easy, quick, fast trick, don't shame yourself, please. 
That's what most humans do. They shame themselves. No, don't do that. Just understand that that's a good part of our um, evolution. That's a good part of our brain DNA. It's okay. It just doesn't serve us most of the time. But that's our default. And the marketers know this, and the television and all these people that want to sell us know this, and they use it against us. Why go to college for four years when you can take this course in three easy steps? Why is it three easy steps? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Human beings love three for some reason. The triangle, three points, right? So just acknowledge that and don't be angry. Don't be upset and just say, no, 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 no. I'm looking for the fastest, easy way. What's really going on here? Oh, there's work involved. And what else is going on? Well, if I had to do a lot of work, it would be painful. Why? Because I'm afraid it won't work out. Oh, okay. So there's fear. See, we're always coming back to fear, man. Right. We're coming back to coming back to that fear. We keep coming back to fear. So why not just deal with the fear in the beginning? And and then when it comes up throughout the day, like oh, I'm going to have to work extra hard, and the fear the fear comes up of what about if I don't get it done? I'm not going to be loved. I'm not gonna, so many people are living from fear. They're not living at their highest level. They're not being the highest being they can be. They're not being the highest contributor they can be. They're not being the best parent, the best friend, the best employee, because they're coming from this place of fear, which drives them to live in scarcity, which, which pressures them to come from their lower self, and their lower self is a primitive being. If you weren't coming from fear, you'd come from a higher level of yourself, which is your higher self, which is concerned about the greater good of you, the greater good of, it's concerned about you and others and the greater good of the whole. But the lower self is just concerned with me, 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 me. You want to stop being fearful? Stop meeting all the time. Well, Craig, you gave us, you've given us a tremendous value in this interview. And Dude, I just got started. I mean, I know. We could go on forever. <laughs> but, uh, I love this. I love you. I love people. And I struggle with this stuff just as much as the other person. And writing this book helped me become even clearer about this stuff. So, yeah, I hope it helps a lot of people. And listen, 99 cents, it's going, to be come, it's going to be on a sale for 99 cents. Listen, whoever's listening to this call, buy six copies, 10 copies. Give them to your friends. 10 copies would be $10. You can, $10, come on. This is going to help you and help everyone else that you, that you buy a copy for. It's a Kindle version, so you just get an email and send your email to your friends. But let's get a hold of this thing, this fear thing together, people, and let's move forward and let's evolve a lot faster and you know, it's not for money. It's a joke. I'm basically giving away for 99 cents. Oh, we want this to, you know, to, 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 to reach out far, far and wide to people. And, you know, it, it's uh, uh, not a lot of money for great, tremendous value in this book. You can find, you know, Craig on Amazon Kindle Monday, June 6th. Tell our listeners how they can, they can find you uh, also sure. on websites. And fastest, the, yeah, the fastest way is to coach. Mm-hmm. The fastest way is craigdesaucy.com. I'm actually offering a free uh, initial conversation that it's just for a month. It's been up there. I don't know. It could be disappeared at any time. But right now, you can um, have a free coaching session with me. 
and that's craigdesorcy.com, D-E-S-O-R-C-Y, Desorcy. And uh, I got a lot of websites, but that's the best place. That's my home. So, hey, look, there's nothing to fear. There's no way out of life alive. <laughs> there's no way out. <laughs> so live your dreams and, and go after whatever makes your soul sing. And if it's fear, love that fear. Let it be there and just go after and evolve and keep growing because we're not happy unless we're growing. And we're not thrilled unless we're contributing. This book is my contribution, and I hope to do more. So thanks, brother, for having me. Greg, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been, it's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure uh, with you again. So we thank Craig DeSorcy for joining us today, and you are listening to the Journey to Success Radio Network. Find out more about the network. Visit us at journeytosuccessradio.com, and we'll see you soon for our next amazing success story. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email tom at tomtutall.com for details.